Welcome to the Watershed Teaching Podcast. Watershed is the high school ministry of Perimeter Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. Perimeter Church is part of the Presbyterian Church in America. Watershed is a place where we hope high school students would connect, receive, and transform. We want to see students connect with God and others through healthy community, receive His truth through gospel-centered, grace-based teaching, and be transformed by the gospel to then go transform their world. Thank you for downloading this podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.perimeter.org slash watershed. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, last week, Tegan kicked us off just giving y'all a couple of questions to think about while you caught up with your groups after the holidays. Um, and this week, I'm kicking us off on a new series called Close Encounters, um, and we're going to be in the book of Jonah. Um, this is a story a lot of y'all are familiar with. Um, and today I'm going to kind of talk through the first chapter. And instead of reading y'all 17 verses, I'm actually going to have y'all pause the video here um, and have someone in your group read that. Um, like I said, it's 17 chapters. It's a little long, um, but I think it'll be a, a good refresher for those of y'all who maybe know the story but haven't read it um, in a little while. So go ahead, do that now. And then when you're done, um, click back on. So hopefully y'all got a chance to do that. Um, like I said, this is a story y'all are familiar with, um, and chapter one is probably the part of the story most of us are the most familiar with. Um, God tells Jonah, hey, Nineveh is an excessively wicked place. Go and call them to repentance, and Jonah says, nope, um, and he runs away, and he jumps on a ship, and then God sends a storm, and um, the sailors start freaking out and praying to their gods, but Jonah's asleep below the deck, and then they kind of cast lots, and they realize the problem's Jonah, and Jonah's like, man, just throw me in the ocean, and God will take care of it. He almost seems annoyed, um, and they don't want to kill him. You know, the sailors don't want to throw him over, but they can't outrow the storm, and so they um, eventually do, and then the storm calms, and then kind of the big thing of the story of Jonah is this big fish comes and, and swallows Jonah. Man, I've heard this story told a lot from the perspective of fear um, in the sense that, that, that a lot of people think Jonah was afraid to go to Nineveh. Um, it, it's, it, he, I, people think he feared violence when he went there, that, that he could maybe lose his life for going and calling them to repentance. But I, I don't know if I think fear was the motive in Jonah's heart here um, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, Jonah was a prophet. Um, every time I say that phrase, I have the, that like song from Veggie Tales rattle in my ears. Um, but Jonah was a prophet, um, and he knew what it meant to fear the Lord. Um, he had likely seen God's wrath before, um, and he had likely seen God's mercy before. Um, and so if Jonah was afraid of losing his life, you would think out of fear of the Lord, he would have obeyed, but he didn't. And it doesn't say that Jonah ran from Nineveh. It says he ran from the Lord. Um, and secondly, when Jonah's on the boat, he doesn't seem too concerned about being thrown overboard. Now, Jonah understood that if you're in the middle of an ocean in a storm and go overboard, that means certain death. Um, I don't think Jonah was afraid to die. Um, what I think is Jonah hated Nineveh. Um... I think he saw their wickedness and he knew that if he went there and called them to repentance, that they very well might repent. Um, and I don't think that's something that Jonah wanted to happen because he wanted the Lord's wrath to fall um, on Nineveh. Now, in, in my life, I can look back um, and see times where I was Jonah and see times where I was more like Nineveh. Um, you know, every once in a while on social media, I'll see someone that picked on me in high school. Um, 
and I'll see that since I've known them, they've come to know the Lord, they've got married, maybe they have kids, you know, there's one guy that works in ministry now, and I'll see that and I'll think like, really? Like after all that guy did to me, you're gonna give him grace and then give him a decent life? For real? Like it, it, it is like it was hate in Jonah's heart. It's often hate in my heart where I look at that and think, man, surely that guy doesn't deserve that. Um, of all my friends that are great people that don't know the Lord, that's the guy you're gonna show grace to. And obviously that's wicked and obviously that's messed up when, when my heart's in that place. But, but I tell you that, so you know, like I've been Jonah you know, I've had people that I've looked at the way that Jonah looked at Nineveh. Um, but I've also felt like Nineveh. Um, on my lacrosse team in high school, there was one kid um, that was smaller than me. There was one kid that was less popular than me. I'll call him Jack. And we'd go to lacrosse practice and I'd be getting picked on and I'd look at Jack and be like, yeah, but look how weird Jack is. And then they'd all pick on Jack and then they'd be like, oh yeah, but Chase is weird too. And they'd move back to me and I'd be like, yeah, but look at Jack. And then we'd all make fun of Jack. Um, and he was kind of my deflection. Like whenever I got picked on, I would point at him and then we would all pick on him instead. Um, now I didn't see him again after high school really until a couple years later, I was in leadership at Camp All American. Um, and the first day we're meeting our counselors that you know we're the boss of and, and in walks Jack. Um, he's not in my group, but he's working at camp. He wasn't a believer in high school, but now he was and he wanted to work in ministry. And I ran up to him and I was like, Jack, man, it's been years. How, how are you doing? And he was like, you work here? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I didn't think you were a Christian. I said, I mean, I wasn't, but I am now. And he's like, wait, are you in leadership here? And I was like, yeah. And he didn't talk to me again after that. Um, unfortunately, there was no reconciliation. There was no, man, look how weird we were in high school and look how bad I treated you, but we can be friends now. I mean, we, we haven't, I haven't talked to him really since then. Um, but I remember the feeling, I remember the feeling of guilt, um, knowing how badly I had hurt that kid. And I remember the feeling of the, that he wasn't extending to me the grace the Lord had. Um, and it made me kind of think about the, the situations where I hadn't extended that grace to people. You know, so I say all that so y'all know, a lot of us are going to find ourselves feeling like Jonah, um, looking at people that we feel like are more broken than we are and not wanting the Lord to extend grace to them and maybe not extending grace to them ourselves. And sometimes we're going to feel like Nineveh or maybe we show up on Sunday night or Sunday morning and feel like everyone's looking at us like we're Nineveh and like we don't belong and they know we don't belong and like we're too broken to be here. Um, but, but the point of this series being called Close Encounters is that when we encounter the Lord, there's a response. Um, when Jonah encountered the Lord here and the Lord told him, go and call Nineveh to repentance, his response was to run away, not from Nineveh, but from the Lord. And in running from the Lord, he ran from Nineveh. Um, that was because Jonah had hate in his heart toward Nineveh. Um, and so the first thing I want y'all to talk about in your groups tonight is, do you find yourself feeling like Jonah? You know, when you hear commands like, love your neighbor as yourself, and you read the great commission of going and sharing the gospel with those around you, do you find yourself like Jonah and saying, man, maybe I don't want to share the gospel with these people? Um, Maybe I disagree with this, this person politically. Maybe, you know, they've picked on me at school and I don't think they're a good person. Um, 
maybe I think they're too weird or they wouldn't fit in or whatever else. Man, what is it? For Jonah, it was hate. What is it in your heart that, that's the barrier there? Um, and talk about that in your groups. And secondly, it's likely a lot of you, I have felt this way, um, a lot of you show up on Sunday and feel like Nineveh and, and feel like you don't belong and other people know you don't belong or think you don't belong and you feel totally ostracized and on the outside of everything um, because of some mistakes you've made that maybe people know about. Um, I'd love for y'all to, to talk about that in your group if you're willing to be open about what that experience has been like um, because it's important that, that we're able to to, to talk about what it feels like when believers who are ambassadors and representatives of Christ push us away when we know the gospel draws us in. Um, so this was just an intro um, to the series. I, really, I just wanted to get y'all in the mindset of looking at the character of Jonah and looking at Nineveh and seeing where we relate to each one um, and maybe drawing some attention to things that are going on in our hearts um, and in the experiences we have. So those are the two things I want y'all to talk about in group tonight. Um, normally I would pray to close, but, um, I'm actually going to have y'all do that to kick off your group. So leaders, if you want to pick someone or if somebody wants to volunteer to go ahead and, and start your group, uh, in a word of prayer and then jump in, go ahead and do that now. And we'll see y'all next week.